try to make sure we get this for Brother Rodney as he travels and then where we can get it on Spotify uh, to where the, we can go back or invite our friends to come listen to the messages that we have here at the church. Uh, but today, you know, I struggled all week just wondering where to go, where to go, where to go, where to go. What did God have uh, in, in store for us? And, and it's one of those things so many times in life you know, we start out with a lot of, of, of energy and enthusiasm and, 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 and we're just willing to do whatever it takes to, to take care of, of whatever comes up. We're willing to do all these things. And then at the, at the, we, we've got a hope at the end of our life of where we're going. Uh, those of you that sitting here this morning that's been born again, you know, we've got a finish point. We've got a goal. We've got a, a, our heart set on being in Jesus' presence and, and spending eternity with Him. And, and, and that starting point was where you come to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Uh, but, but sometimes along the way, we kind of veer off course a little bit. And, and this is what happens along the way when, and I'm going to get there in a minute. I just, uh, I need your attention for just a minute to be able to focus in on this right here. Uh, where we start, and I feel like, and, and by me talking to folks that are that are older than me, you know, I've talked to a lot of folks that's in their mid 70s, uh, early 80s. Uh, and, and there's more of a focus. They get like they're, you know, the, 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 the age, and they feel like that they're closer to the end. Uh, than, than they were. Every day is a gift to them and they've got to focus about them. That they're about the Lord's business and they're tuned in because they feel like that they can meet the Lord at any time just due to their age. You know, that's it's one of those things and, 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 and it's, it's through life is they kind of, you know, they, they tell me the time they got saved and then they walked away from, not, not, not from the Lord, but maybe they just kind of got off track a little bit. They got in, in, engulfed in this world and something happened in their life that refocused them and brought them back into what everything was for and why they did what they were doing. Their focus was, uh, was on God again and, and they were living a life back for Him again. You know, a lot of times in life, something happens that, that just grabs a hold of us and shakes us. It just shakes our world. It, it, it just turns everything upside down and we reevaluate re what we stand for. We reevaluate what we thought was important. And, and this is what I'm saying. When we start strong, we need to finish strong, but the, the, the path between them is, 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 is very crucial. You know, because the, the, this is the instance I'm going to use is heard the story of these guys that flew cargo planes, big, huge cargo planes, and uh, he said it's pretty easy. They load the plane. We would set the coordinates of the GPS of our, our takeoff. We would set the GPS coordinates of where we were going to land that. And then once we throttled up and down the runway we go, when we got up in the air, it just had a mind of its own. And then here we come, and it would carry us right to our destination. Amen. And I think a lot of us are on autopilot. Can I get an amen there? Amen. You know, we get to a point in life, we just go through the motions. The feeling is gone, and it's just kind of one of the things we're known to the things of God. We're more in, in, entangled with the things of the world. And, and those things focus 
or grab our attention and we focus on these things. And First Peter uh, chapter one, verse number thirteen starts out, "Wherefore, gird up your loins of your mind." Now I want us to stop right there for just a second. I want you to understand the concept, the backstrokes of this 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 philosophy, the wording here. Uh, back in the day, everyone wore a, 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 a dress, okay? It was a long piece of material. Sister Clemmie made me one. There's one back there in the bathroom closet. It's just a, 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 a neck hole, two sleeves where your arms go out, and it's just a, a garment that would dangle around one's feet, maybe a little bit higher up than their feet. And that was the attire that men and women alike wore. They just did, that was their, their, their dress. That was the suit. That was the, 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 the uh, wardrobe that they wore. Amen. And, and when it was time to go to battle or time to go to work, time to run a race, time to get busy, they would take a belt. They would take this belt and they would put it around their waist, kind of like, you know, we have to put one on to keep our britches up. Us with big bellies team to just push our pants down towards our toes. Right. We've got to have some help there. But these, these, these men or these ladies or whoever, uh, you know, they, they would place a belt around their waist and, and, and tighten it up. And then they would take that garment they would tie that garment up in a knot to where it wouldn't, wouldn't bother them or wouldn't hurt, would infringe on their ability to move and work around. And here Peter is, he's talking to a bunch of Jews and he's trying to get them to understand, hey, look, your focus, your, your, your focus is gone. I need you to, to guard up the loin of your mind. I need you to take your mind from you. I need you to stop. I need you to pay attention. I need you to listen to me for a second. I need you to take these things that are hindering your work for God and that is taking you away from your calling, the things that God has charged you with. I need you to stop for just a second. This is what Peter tells them. Hey, you need to take and put a, a, a belt around the crazy things of your mind. You need, to, you need to tie them up. You need to get them back under control. You need to reel in this, this, this mindset that you're in. Amen. Us today, we're faced with so much between work and kids and bills and, 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 and health issues and just everything that's going on in life has a, problem, a tendency to, 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 to pull our minds. I've never seen, uh, and, and, and this breaks my heart, and I've never seen a society that, that, that uh, when, I get, when I cut the switch off in my truck, there's a sensor that says, check the back seat. I never would have dreamed in my life with my kid. I mean, I, I'm, I never would have thought that we would have been so busy that we would have forgotten our child. Amen. Mom. Now, I'm, 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 not, I'm just saying. Why are we so distracted that we can't stay focused on the things that are important in life? Amen. Oh, that's right. Why do we need reminders and sensors and, and, and all these things? You know, used to, you could say, hey, what's so-and-so's phone number? But you can rattle it off. No. We're so dependent upon somebody else now. But we're not dependent upon the right person. In life today, we're not focusing our attention on God Almighty and doing the things that He has called us to do and to worship Him and to give Him reverence. We, we, we treat Him as a common God. We treat Him just like the pagans treated their gods back in, 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 the, old, in, in the Testament where Paul and Peter and all these folks wrote. 
As Peter said here, wherefore gird up your loins of your mind. Be sober. Now this is not a bunch of drunks, okay? These are folks that that hot-headed. You know, hot the hostility today. Hostility today is the, the number one cause of, 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 of unrational thinking. We, we, we think too much with our emotions. Boy, that's good. Hey man, come on brother, you preach it. Amen. I got you quiet now. But we, we, we act out of emotion. We live out of emotion. If it ain't, most of the time, we won't, the, we're, we're searching for the next high. This, 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 this just didn't get it today. I, I, I need a little bit more. We need to put a little more flavor. We need to play the music a little louder. They need to sing just a little bit harder. We need to, to, to the preacher needs to, 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 to dance a little bit more. Something just, just ain't quite enough for me today. If we realize how holy our God was that we stood Amen. in the presence Amen. of this morning, Come on now. you'd fall down on your face and you would tremble out of fear of Him just killing you for your your sinfulness. Y'all, we come in the presence of an almighty God with, 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 with carelessness in our body, in our minds, in our hearts. We think of God as that we can, we can praise Him when we want to. We can worship Him when we want to. We can serve Him when we want to. But I want to get back to the point I was making about this cargo plane. When they set the coordinates in of where they left and the coordinates of where they would land and the plane would fly itself to the destination, they would unload and then they would do the same thing to come back. But I heard this pilot say one day whoever was keying in the coordinates of the landing site keyed in the wrong coordinates. And here they are all think they're flying over to... Scotland, and all of a sudden here they are. They're 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 flying over and they're 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 fixing the land into a place where there is no airstrip. Somebody punched the wrong button. A lot of people have 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 come before God and asked to be saved, but they never turned their life over to Him. And the coordinates that the devil has given them is going to wind them up in hell because they do not serve God with a pure heart. They have not relinquished the, 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 the controls of their life that they are bound for heaven. Amen. That's right. And it's all because of a mistake. But when you stand before God, you'll not be able to plead ignorance. When you stand before God, He'll tell you that I told you that I was the only one. That I was the only light and I was the only truth and that no man was coming to my Father unless they come through me. And Peter's trying to get them to realize here is look, you need to, 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 to reel your mind in. You need to sober up. You need to start thinking with, 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 with fear and trembling. It says, it says, be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is something I want you to look at. A lot of us, a lot of us have forgotten about that hope. A lot of us have forgotten about the hope 
that what we placed our faith in, that what we, 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 we come to and we ask God is that I don't want to die and go to hell. God, I want to spend eternity in heaven with you. And when you was born again, you was filled with that hope. What's the difference between faith and hope? Faith is taking place right now. Hope is out of tomorrow. Amen. And so many of us lose hope for tomorrow because we're so entangled today. Amen. And we can't do what God's called us to do today because we're so entangled in what tomorrow might bring or what yesterday did bring. That's why Peter says, wrap up your minds. Refocus. Amen. See what's important. These things that are temporal, these things that only last a season, they're not important. What is important? Where you're going to spend Eternity at is what's important. Verse number 14. As obedient children. Now you, hey y'all, you need to write this in name. Because most of us live like we want to and we, and we plead for grace. Amen. But Peter's saying, look, you need to live as an obedient child. Do you expect your children to mind you? Hey parents, come on. Amen. Do you expect your children to do what you say do? Why do you not hold yourself to that same standard? Why do you think you can act any way you want to, talk any way you want to, lay out of church when you want to, come when you want to, give when you want to, witness when you want to? Why? Why is it okay for you to act like a heathen, but you don't expect it in this, so it's not for your children? Amen. We're living by double standards. He's saying, listen to me. I expect you, God's saying, I expect you to live as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves. You know, once, and it says right here, according to the former lust in your ignorance. I'll translate that to you. God says at one time you didn't know no better. Right. You know, okay, honey, it's all right. I ain't going to whoop you this time. You didn't know better. But if you do that again, I'm going to whoop you. But you think about this right here. We warned them the first time. That was out of your ignorance. That's okay. But this next time, it's on you. You're going to get disciplined for that. Amen. God said you used to live that way, but now not. Now you need to change the way you live. Change the way you act. Why? Because it impacts where you're going. Amen. We can't do what we want to do and expect God. Now listen to me for a second. It says, you must make me Lord of your life. That's right. He paid a dear ransom for that life. Yes, you did. no longer belong to Him. This is what I want to ask you today. Who owns you? Who owns you? Amen. It's all of God. <coughs> That's what you have to do. Jesus paid a dear price for those that were let him. He paid it all. He gave, he gave the ultimate sacrifice. But have we been bought by the blood? Are we still living a life we've been deceived? You've been told you can go and do what you want to do and live how you want to and act according to your standards? And that you can just beg God to forgive you and everything's okay? That's a lie right straight out of the pits of hell. 
Jesus, yes, He is a loving God. He is a forgiving God. And, and He is a patient God. But y'all, time's running out. It says right here, as, as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust of your ignorance, but as He which hath called you is holy. Understand this this, this, this verse. It says, He which hath called you. When the Holy Spirit comes, it, 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 it pierces that heart. Amen. That heart is unholy. When He pierced that heart, when you let Him in, He makes your heart holy. He dwells in holy places. But you imagine this right here. Everywhere you carry Him, or everywhere you go, you're carrying Him. Peter or Paul said, and, 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 and I think it's over in Corinthians, it says, if you join yourself to a harlot, then you join the Holy Spirit to that harlot too. Amen. Right. If you go out and, and, and party, then guess where you're carrying Jesus Christ? To the party. Right. If you live in anger and bitterness, and you live under and where you're under in control. When you're doing all these things, you're grieving the Holy Spirit. Right here, Peter said, "But as He which hath called you is holy, be you holy." In what? Somebody tell me what the next thing says. In what? Say that again. Man, y'all sure are quiet. In everything. In every aspect of your life. In your relationship with your wife. In your relationship with your husband. In your relationship with your boyfriend. In your relationship with your girlfriend. With your employees. With your employers. With your friends. With your enemies. Are you listening to what I'm saying this morning? The Bible tells us that we are to all live Holy in all manner of conversation. Even the thoughts that we think of. I thought I had what Clayton and Tay Tay, Zach and Jake in Sunday school this morning. Sister Tammy couldn't make it. She's her, y'all pray for her her mother. Pray for them. But I had and that's what I was talking to the kids about here this morning. I said, you know what? Be careful what you think. Because, and I use this as an example. You remember when you were scared to back talk to back, back talk your daddy? You just prayed to ever back talk your daddy? And you kept like, mmm, mmm, mmm. I love you so much. I love you so much. You kept thinking about it before long. It slid out of your mouth before you thought. Your thoughts become your actions. Grown up, if we forgot that, I know you told your kids that. What you think about what you're going to do. What you're thinking about today is what you're going to do tomorrow. Amen. That's what the Bible's telling us. In everything we do, we should live holy. Why should we live holy? It says, because, verse 16, because it is written, be you holy, for I am holy. God said, I am holy. I am holy. You should live holy lives. But no, we're going to take what, you know, I'm going to scratch that commandment out. I don't like that one. I like this one. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Mm, scratch that. Mm, here we go. Who's God? Who's God? When you're doing that, 
Can you send yourself to heaven? No, but you sure can to heaven. That's right. That's what I'm trying to get the point across. We are to be holy because He is holy. Yes, we are under grace. We are under grace. We are under grace. We are not under works. Works will not get you anything. But works will get you everything. Does that make sense? Works can't save you, but you're saved to do a good work. It says we're saved to do a good work. Verse 17, and if, he call, and if you call on the Father, now listen to this. We'll call on Him in a heartbeat, won't we? Oh God, get me out of this mess. Oh God, say this. Oh God, say that. Oh God, do this. Oh God, do that. But we're not willing to do our part. It says God is no respect of person. He has no respect whether you're the, 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 the one that runs through and does the most or whether you're the one that just got good intentions. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. But it says He will, he will reward according to your works. He says, but we need to pass the time of your soldiering here in fear. Now y'all, you got to realize where the comma is and go forward. Pass the time. And it ain't sitting. That is not a sitting. And, 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 and if you go back studying the Greek, Hebrew, whatever, all that, it's not a, a, a passive passing. It's not a, a, a resting passive. A pass. It's while we're working our way through this, 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 this land that we're in today, while we're traveling through this world, we're not to become part of this world. And that's what's happened in the church today, that we've got so entangled in the world, we can't distinguish between what is holy and what is His common. Everything to us we bring in here is holy. And God says that you're bringing in defiled sacrifices and defiled offerings. You're bringing in things that should not be into the house of God. Amen. You're defiling the house of God when you come in with those things. Amen. Y'all, these are things that we have to change. Me. Amen. I'm preaching to myself. I have to change these things. Why? Because the God expects us to live in fear. Not that, oh God, I'm praying He's going to zap me. But it's just like, have you ever been somebody around, walk in a room and some celebrity be in that room or somebody above, like in the positions of the, the office of the place you work? When you walk into it, you just have that, that respect. It's just like, for what? I'm going to shut up and listen. You know, I'm not the most important person in the room for a change. You think about this. I love to be the least important person in the room. I love to be the least important person in the room. Life's a lot better. If you quit making everything about you, if you quit making everything about you, I want the people on Spotify to hear that. Y'all, it can't be about you. It's got to be about Almighty God. Man. We got to come in here with the right heart, the right mind. That's why people say, gird up the loin of your mind. Wrap it up. If it's not going to come to control. Y'all, our lives are unraveling because we have let the devil come in and, and, and trick us. While we're passing through this, we don't need to get wrapped up in this. He said, for as much as you know that you are not redeemed with corruptible things. Understand that. 
the, the, the thing that, that, that redeemed us. It's not silver. It's not gold. From, and, and this is a tradition of our fathers. There's a lot of, you know, the, the, if you go back to the priestly way and the way they were, could be paid off in gold and silver and, and, and fortunes would, would set you up in this status and, and, and pigeons and doves would set you down here. God said, you know, He has no respect. He says, but it was the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish, a lamb without spot. Y'all, we've made the blood of Jesus come. We've made the blood of Jesus common. It has no more power. Because we sit here and feel like we can do it like we want to. Please do not raise your hand. How much time do you spend in prayer asking God to forgive you, to strengthen you, and to do His will? I ain't gonna ask you what time you spend in prayer for a new house, a new boat, a new job, a bigger raise, a bigger this, a bigger that. God sent me this. He's like Santa Claus. There's so many others use God like Santa Claus. Amen. If we don't go before Him with reverence and respect, that we should. The question I need to ask the church today. Question and I need to ask the people sitting here today, are you saved? Think about the coordinates that you've punched in. One day, one time, you come down to an old fashioned altar beside a bed and you ask God to come into your life and you say, Lord, save me. You know, everybody wants to save you, but not many people want to lower The Bible tells us that He must be Lord and Savior. He must be Lord and Savior. But there's some of us in here today, I want to ask you this question. Have we got tangled up? We can't find the belt to, 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 to wrap around our minds to pull us back in. Have you just lost the focus of what you had for? We stand our feet as they sang a song of invitation this morning. I want you to understand, Peter had the same problem that we're having today and it's that there's people that are distracted by the world and they're not coming before God like they ought to become or they ought to become. They made Him common again. They don't respect Him. They don't reverence Him. They don't fear Him. Now, are you, are, are you, are you giving God what God deserves? I'd ask you to come. In a million times, people asking me how I praise you all that I've gone through. Bless them all. Question just amazes me. Circumstances possibly change. Well, forever and in you.